Welcome to Rough Drafts, how God writes his love in our stories, a podcast that explores the faith journeys of our friends and neighbors in Burns, Tennessee. Everyone has a story to tell. And in this podcast, we'll hear powerful and inspiring stories of how God works in the ordinary lives of people like you and me. Our stories are unfinished and perfectly imperfect. They're just rough drafts, a glimpse of what is to come because God is still at work, writing plot twists, introducing new characters, and bringing good even from the most challenging circumstances. Join us as we see what God is up to in our stories. Here's your host, Matthew Hyatt. I'm glad you joined us today because today's episode of the Rough Drafts podcast is going to be my favorite that we have ever recorded because today's guest I'm sorry, everyone else. It's been my favorite guest we have ever recorded. Our guest today is wild about animals. He loves cats. He loves worms. He loves ants. He loves guinea pigs. He loves dogs. And most recently, he loves chickens. He is now proud dad to 21 chickens. He is a soccer guru, a math guru, a really kind and loving friend. He is one of my favorite people on the planet. He is Caleb Hyatt. Caleb, welcome to our show today. Thank you. Are you excited about this? Yes, I am. Well, I am really excited too. And it's not just the two of us today. I have a special co-host today. Do you want to introduce our co-host? She is DACA to me since I was, since I could talk. Yeah. And she is kind-hearted, loving, caring, she does not put up with fighting or any violence of any type. Today's co-host is Naka Gossett. That's right. Welcome, Monica. That was a very kind introduction. Thank you. Naka, how much did you pay him to say all those nice things about you? I don't have to. Um, we've been best buds since he was probably about eight to ten weeks old. Wow. It's hard to believe he's 10 now. I know. We've been doing this a long time. I've grieved it. I've already cried about it. Double digits is a big deal. Well, Naka had a cool idea, Caleb, about interviewing the kids. And she and you have already had kind of a trial run of this. And I just thought this was so cool. And I want to hear uh, what she has to say. So, Naka, do you have some some questions for, for Caleb today? I do. Um, we were just talking the other day and I was telling you this was my very favorite part of childcare is that we have some of the best conversations over lunch. And I think this is a great idea. So, Caleb, let's start with the most obvious question. Do you believe there's a God? Yes, I do. Um, how do you know there's a God? One time during a tornado, me and... Naka went into the closet, sat on a towel, and prayed. By the time we finished praying, the storm had stopped. Yeah. So, and because of that, you know God's real? Yes, I do. We've, we definitely know prayer's real, don't we? We do. Because he heard we us. We really do. Because he heard us that day. You were afraid, weren't you? Yes, I was really afraid. And so we had just went in there to pray. When we started praying... Um, I was holding your hands, and at first you were holding my hands super, super, super tight. But the longer you and I talked to God, the more relaxed you became because your hands stopped holding mine so hard. 
And then that was cool. We walked out and it was just over, wasn't it? Right. That's completely correct. And so if someone said to you, maybe prayer doesn't really work, you know for a fact it does. Right. Just because of a storm. Like you say, one of you, sometimes you told me after that storm, when it was still thundering, you said, thunder is like God's way of telling you, I still rule. That's right. I love thunder, right? And you hate thunder. <laughs> and uh, we went out on the back deck and it started thundering really loud and you jumped and I'm like, oh my goodness, I love thunder. And you asked me why. And I said, thunder just reminds me, God, it makes it feel like God's still really close, doesn't it? Because thunder's yes. so powerful. And it's really close, even though it seems really far away. It is. Um, and thunder can mean different stuff to different people. The loud noise right. was a little startling to you. It is completely like comforting to me. Like lightning has a different meaning to me than probably you. Okay, tell me about lightning. Lightning is like the flash of light, like the ripping of the temple when Jesus was crucified. Uh -huh. That reminds me that he still controls everything. So lightning reminds you of that. That's cool. I don't know that I've ever heard anyone explain lightning to me like that. You know what, though? What? I'll bet you the next time it lightnings, I think about that. Thanks. I think that's a cool reminder. Right. I thought so. I realized it two years ago, but. But how comforting is that? Really it's kind of like when we see a rainbow in the sky. You know, most people know that the rainbow in the sky was, you know, God's promise never to just to flood the whole earth again and so when i see a rainbow i think about noah and now when i see lightning i'll think about the temple right and also when the lightning struck it came really close to our house one storm and it did not catch any fire that also is a thing that he protects us true true is there any other prayers that you've ever said that god has answered that helped you to know absolutely for sure he was real and loved you it was a whole bunch of different storms, but. And so that's how you comfort yourself? Right. And I also sometimes sit cuddling my pets. Like, most of the time I sit cuddling my pets. That's kind of cool. Like, because my guinea pig can actually talk to me. I have these little flashcards. Uh -huh. I lay them out, and he'll walk over to one he wants to say. I taught him the foreign fences, like, me too. I love you. I feel the same way. That sort of stuff. Well, that's pretty cool. You're kind of like, uh, what, Dr. Doolittle? That used to be a movie yeah. where a guy could talk to animals. Starting to wonder if you have that gift. So um, speaking of animals, let's talk about that in a heavenly realm. Do you think there will be animals when you get to heaven? I think so, because God embraced everybody. Why not animals, too? Okay. So do you think we'll have pets there? No, because the pets will run free freely and do whatever they want. Okay. But of course, they may still stay with you because they love you, but they will do their own freedom most of the time, I think. Well, why not? Because here, your animals are dependent on you for their food, their safety, their shelter. But in heaven, you're right. They probably won't need any of that. But they, but they will still probably love you. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know, I mean, that's what heaven's going to be full of, right? Right. Okay. So, like. But I have you... a question about that. Are there going to be wasps in heaven? Probably. What? He loves he loves everything. He made everything. Even so, wasps. Yes, he did. So yeah. what do you think wasps will do in heaven? If everything in heaven probably is probably probably they won't have stingers. They won't hurt anybody. That would be kinda cool. Yeah. 
So like, are you thinking in heaven that I could have a giraffe that sleeps on the front porch of my mansion because they'll just be tame and they'll be loving and we can just pet yeah, them and love like them? like in the beginning of Bible where Adam and Eve, uh -huh. where the lion could sit next to a lamb and not eat it. That's what sort of what I imagine heaven to be like, where it describes it in the beginning. Okay. So you think it's going to be, heaven's going to be a lot like the Garden of Eden? Yes. I think so, because didn't it, I, didn't it say somewhere about it became heaven? I think I remember that, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. All right, let's talk about who is your very, very favorite Bible character? Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Why is Ezekiel your favorite Bible character? Because when God breathed the winds into the bodies, he did that. I bet he did that for um, Jesus. Um, yeah. Jesus and also Lazarus. Yeah, that's very true. How cool do you think that was, though? Like, had you been standing there? And all of a sudden, they start rising from... Well, the first they started rattling, like a bunch of bones, rattling on the ground. And then all of a sudden, they started rattling bigger, and they started moving, and then they formed a man, and then he had muscles and tendons and skin and all that cool stuff. Do you think that would be scary to have seen or exciting? Scary and exciting and nervous and a lot of stuff. Would you wanted to have seen that? Probably not. No? No. I don't know. I think it would have been really cool. It would have been really cool, but also really scary. So you were telling me <clears throat> what you were kind of saying was that you thought it was really cool when God breathed his breath across the bones. Yes. And they came alive. And then you were saying, you know, but he did that other places. You were saying he did that for Lazarus. He did that for Jesus. Jesus did that for other people. So, do you think that was the same breath? Yes, and also the breath is the Holy Spirit. Probably, like yes. He could, didn't... Because the Bible, Bible tells said, us that, right? Right. And didn't he say a wind brushed over the disciples and they had the Holy Spirit? I think it was something like that. Yeah, in Acts 2, that's what happened. That's really cool. So, that breath is the Holy Spirit. And we know that because in the Bible it says, you know, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, the same spirit we have now. Right. That's pretty cool, isn't it? Yes, it is. Because that's a very powerful spirit. It really is. That means Jesus is still alive. Yet he never died. He's in heaven watching over us all. That's why he answers our prayers. Right. Wait, because he loves you. Right. And that's the whole meaning of the Bible. Yeah. Love and Speak of her kindness. True. So are you excited to one day go to heaven and meet Jesus? Yes, I am. What do you want to talk to him about? I don't know. You have, do you have any questions for him? Why did you create bad things that would destroy and hurt? What if he told you he didn't? What if he didn't create those things? What if people just make bad choices and do things that hurt people? What if that's not really his fault? What if it's part benevolence? Yeah, well, he definitely gets some credit. <laughs> yes. He's a busy guy, isn't he? Yes, he is. Because I bet he sort of tries to take credit for everything that goes wrong. Yeah, he loves it. 
And maybe worse, maybe he tries to blame God for everything that goes wrong. Right, because uh, was it Judas that was that betrayed Jesus? Mm-hmm. I think it was something like that, where devil sort of makes them make for wrong choices so he can take credit, and also he blamed it on Jesus. That's why Jesus was crucified. At least, but God also meant that to happen. So, yeah, he did. But Judas played his part, didn't he? Right. How do you think it would have been different if Judas had made a different choice? What if he hadn't have betrayed Jesus? He would never have known Jesus was the true Son of God. Do you think they would have crucified him anyway? Probably eventually because the priests hated him. And it was God's plan, right? Right. But do you think that would have been better for Judas? Because, you know, he ended up hanging himself out of the guilt of betraying Jesus. And so, you know, maybe Judas's life would have been better if he'd have made a different choice. Right. But it was his choice to make, right? Exactly. Do you think it's sad that Judas didn't know that Jesus would have forgiven him for that? I mean, he forgave Peter for denying him. Exactly. Didn't Peter deny him three times? He did. But he still forgave him. He He forgives everybody. Right. And so isn't it sad that Judas didn't know that, that he had been Jesus's friend for all these months watching him do all this cool stuff. And he just really didn't know Jesus, because if he had known Jesus, he would have known that when Jesus came back from the grave, he could have apologized and Jesus would have forgiven him. And that's also a problem in this world, because people who are at churches, they sometimes go to church and they act like they believe, but they really don't believe. Why do you think that? I mean, what makes you think people come to church, but sometimes they don't believe? I think that was my dad's sermon a little bit. Oh, baby, you don't don't start listening to those. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now, I'm right here. I understand, Dad. <laughs> so, when you get to heaven, how are you going to find Jesus? Because, I mean, we yeah. don't know what he looks like. He'll probably... Feel warmth. You'll feel warmth in your heart, mm-hmm. like knowing that he's there and everything's okay. Nothing's going to hurt you forevermore. That's a pretty cool description. Caleb, how do you know that God loves you? Because he blesses us with everything. He blesses me with pets, all these stuff, everything. What's one of your favorite blessings that he's given to you? All my friends, family, pets, everything. Everything. Everything is the actually correct answer. Well, sometimes when you pray, you like to say, thank you, God, for everything. True, except for snakes. (laughs) (laughs) Wait a minute. So were there snakes in the Garden of Eden? Yes, there were. Oh, yeah. But they also, devil took form as them. Will there be snakes in heaven? I'm not sure. Because the devil did inform us a snake. So snakes may go to hell. I'm not sure. Nobody knows. Maybe they'll take the wasp with them. I'm okay with that. Wasp never did anything wrong except seeing people. But that's mostly for their own protection or food. Is there anyone in heaven that you look forward to seeing besides 
God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. I love my aunt Lynn, I mean, my great, great, great uncle Lynn. Grandpa, great grandpa Lindy. Lindy. So it's been so long I even forgot his name. Wow. Do you have any pets that you can't wait to get there to see? Annie, Emily, Everfoot, and Eden. <laughs> That'd be cool, won't it? Yes, I will. Okay, this question's super hard, but I think you can answer it. What do you think God's favorite color is? What? <laughs> do you think God has a favorite color? He created everything, so probably not. Seems to like them all, doesn't he? Yeah. Do you think God has a favorite person? No. He's, it says in the Bible he loves everyone equal. Are we all his favorite people? Yes. That's kind of cool, isn't it? Yep. So you were telling me on the way here today that in Bible class you've been learning about Joseph. Exactly. What's your favorite part of that story? As life goes up and down, but God always had a plan for him. Right. Like, how mad would you be if Katie threw you in a pit and then sold you into slavery <laughs> and you really, ended up in Egypt? Really, really bad. Do you think he like, was really mad? I think he was. Probably at first, for sure. I mean, yeah, he wouldn't but be he got, But God blessed him, like, because he became head of Potiphar's house. Right. Do you think it took him a while to figure that out, though? Do you think, like, the bad stuff kept happening, and then God would make good stuff happen, then bad stuff, good stuff, but but he kept being blessed? Do you think at some point he said, hey, maybe this was God's plan? I think he did. Because in jail, he waited, and he said, or, like, not really said, but I think it mentioned somewhere that he knew God had a plan for him because of all those long, hard times in jail. For so long, he knew that God would eventually get him out. Do you think that made it easier? I think it did. Yeah, because that would be hard. But you'd at least know somebody's protecting you. True. I mean, God doesn't answer our prayers instantly every time, does he? Right. Sometimes we have to wait, too, and we don't know what the answer is going to be, and we don't know when that answer is going to come. Exactly. So does that help us to wait more patiently, too, is to know he does love us, he has a plan, and when the time's right, we'll know the answers? Exactly. That is exactly the moral of the story. It is? I think so. So if someone said to you, tell me how I can know that God is real, what would you tell them? I would tell them about Joseph's story. And also how they can apply that in their real life. Like, because a lot of people are waiting for a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. Like, they know they're... Like, what are they waiting for? Like, for waiting for the Holy Spirit. Like, they think it's going to come to them or... Okay. Stuff like that. But... Not really sure what to say, so... Well, that's okay, because you're just telling me what you know about God. Who is God? God is the person who made the universe. He made everything. So if you were going to introduce God to be on this podcast, what would his introduction be? He is everything. 
except for anger and he's hope, pure righteousness. He's a friend. Yes. He cares about us. Yes. So we know God's with us if we're sad. Do you think God's with us when we're happy? Yes. Do you think he laughs when we do, like, really stupid stuff? I think so. <laughs> do. Because he might look down to heaven and say, Oh. Base kids. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he Where thinks you're not knock jokes are sunny? Probably not. You don't think so? I bet I bet God thinks you're not knock jokes are hilarious. Not really. How did God make you different from everyone else? What is it about you that makes you you? Um, weird. I have way too many pets. <laughs> Good weird. Good weird. Exactly. You're Just a cool like weird. God. Like Charlotte in my class. She's really weird, but it's a good weird. Same thing with Brogan, but. Well, dude, this has been fun, hasn't it? Yes, it really has. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us? Um, not really. Would you like to give a shout out to any of your friends? To Samuel. I hope you can come and do this podcast with us soon. Awesome. And to all my friends and family. And also Brogan, who should be in this or next podcast. Awesome. Well, Caleb, Naka, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been so much fun to have a different version of Rough Drafts. Friends, these new episodes drop every Tuesday, so I hope that you'll look for us anywhere you find your podcast. And until then, I can't wait to hear what God's up to in your story. Thanks for listening to Rough Drafts. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, help us spread the word by leaving a rating and review. Until next time, let's keep looking for how God writes his love into our stories.